Well, now we have about 10 good minutes left. So. All right, let's, <laughs> let's throw it in there, bro. Okay. Um, three, two, one. Welcome back to the Only Clash podcast. We've had a ton of technical issues today, but you know what? We're still here, aren't we, Historian? We are here, okay. <laughs> Hopefully, yeah. it goes smooth from this point out. That's all I'm going to say. Yeah, man. How was your week, man? It was good. It was good. Um, the long, long week. It's not over yet. Um, I, I am still working um, two more days, I think it is. And then I finally get a day off. So I'll be going to a chiropractor appointment uh, tomorrow. Kind of tweaked my back. But other than that, it's been a pretty chill week. How about you? How's your week been? It's going good. Sorry to hear about your back. It's uh, just kind of just got over the weekend did a couple projects around the house with the kids and had some fun, mm-hmm. played a bit of clash. Uh, I guess we were both in that friendly tournament, mm-hmm. with, uh, the clash files. That was pretty big shout out to them for just hosting the tournament. Cause that was a lot of mm-hmm. fun. Uh, we were on opposite teams though. What did you think about the tournament? Um, I really liked it. I got a text from you when I was at work uh, early morning, letting me know that I think they had like some issues with maybe people, uh, joining or not joining. I, I didn't know the full details, but I was stoked that I got an invite from, uh, from, from them to, to go ahead and participate. And, uh, it was my first friendly, friendly war ever. So that was a new experience and it was a lot of fun being able to be a part of that. Yeah. I thought I had a blast too. Yeah. I think the issue was like a couple of the guys, like, I mean, a friendly war sounds like super fun, but then some people don't realize that you can't be green for war because if you mm. get spun into a war, you can't join a friendly war. Oh, okay. I and got so you. I think a couple of the guys that had signed up had done that, and then they were kind of scrambling at the last minute to find some 14s, and I was like, hey, I know a guy. So, <laughs> so really, unofficially, our podcast was featured in in all that big podcast group. So we're pretty – we've made it, I think, you know. Heck, yeah, man. <laughs> we're in the end. Yep. Um, yeah, I really enjoyed it too until you three starred my base and that was kind of rude. But uh what do you have to say about that? Um well I think uh I think that was that was something we had talked about. Me and you were actually going to attack each other and then um I got some like information from you that they thought that that might be like a little unfair if clanmates went against each other. So I went full on just not going to attack you and I'm nervous. I'm a nervous person, especially when it comes to like something like this. I like to attack in private. So I waited until late, late at night when I went to work because I work nights and I was hoping no one would be on. And a lot of people were still on. And uh, Green Arrow was one of the people that were on my team. And um, he was kind of like saying that I should attack you. And because I've done lots of FCs against you and stuff like that. So he was kind of like you know bragging on that i could probably triple you so that made it even more nervous for me so i got real lucky and uh i never seen your base before that was a new base so it was it was a fun challenge and uh, i was just sad that you couldn't uh attack me back because apparently somebody attacked me <laughs> before you got on but yeah yeah no yeah for sure it was a clean base so i don't think there's any foul play but there was somebody in our clan 
did say a couple different times that, oh, that guy hit that guy, and they're in the same clan. They probably did mm-hmm. FCs before. So I kind of felt like maybe it was a little bit dirty. So, I mean, I could <laughs> I could have still tried to hit you. And I, yeah. I wouldn't have felt that bad. It's just that guy complained about it like twice. And so I was like, uh, I guess maybe I shouldn't. Like, yeah. I mean, everybody can do. I mean, that was the only rule was really no dip. So, and somebody well, even tried to break that. Did you see that? No, I didn't see that. I was, I, 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 me attacking you though. I was actually, I know, uh, I know you know how nervous I get when I attack. So I do appreciate that nobody gave a crap that I attacked you because for me to be comfortable, I mean, being able to attack you definitely made me comfortable because you're a good friend of mine and. I knew if I did bad against you, you wouldn't make fun of me or have any hard feelings. So I, if all in all, I really appreciate the the comfortableness of that. So having a good buddy like you on the other side was uh, a, a benefit in multiple ways. So, yeah. And I mean, Arrow was the one who gave you the advice. So I guess I'm just going to have to go after him next friendly. Challenge <laughs> I'm, I'm coming for you green. So um, I, I didn't do terrible. Like I wish I would have gotten a triple, but I had two really high percentage two stars, one against tribe and tribes was probably the most brutal one because like my uh, wizard blimp, you know, it hit his tornado trap and it really threw me off and I missed one of my invisible spells. And so basically after that, it was just like try and go for two stars. And I still Mm -hmm. almost came out with it, that one. And then my second attack was after C note and I, I, I should have had him. I was so close. He was shaking in his boots the whole time. He said, but <laughs> I didn't but, quite, I timed out right there at the very end, but it was close. I just thought that would be pretty, you know, demoralizing for the enemies to have their number one get tripled, but <laughs> it both your attacks were, both your attacks were so close too, man. Weren't they both like in the nineties, like the high nineties? Yeah, Tribe, I'm not sure what the percentage was on Tribe, but I know it was in the 90s. Maybe it was even just 90. But uh, C-Note was like 96 or 98, one of the two. And it just just came down to time. So just, you know, I think with Town Hall 14, there's just like a lot of little adjustments, like Mm -hmm. with the armies that we have to kind of like figure out and go through. So Mm -hmm. I think my Blizzard is still going to work. I just need to fine tune it a little bit to try and get it to where it feels more comfortable because right now it seems like every time I attack a base, I'm hitting their tornado trap every Mm -hmm. single time. And so it's like, do I need to find a different angle? Am I trying to get too much value? That's why there's always the trap there or what, but Mm -hmm. we'll get it. What's your, uh, what's your take on uh, having a new uh, spell slot? What do you find yourself uh, bringing with you normally now? I think it's very base dependent because like I took an extra invis a couple times and it actually mm-hmm. was really worth it. Like one of the times that I grabbed an extra invis, but like the other two times it really like didn't, it was just an extra invis really that yeah. I had at the end of the battle. So it didn't, didn't do much for me, but I think a freeze is probably what I've been sticking with the most because it's nice. Like, maybe they got a single that your champ gets to, to just kind of lock it down for a little mm-hmm. bit. Yeah. Uh, what kind of strategies have you been using? Uh, I'm still pretty much just like a one trick pony. I've been just doing a lot of hybrids still. Um, I, I think about like a month ago, um, 
I started to actually get like a little bit more of a better understanding of what I was doing with it. And uh, I've been really starting to like it um, even more so than, than I ever have. I've been using that attack like since Town Hall 11. So I've been kind of just messing around with some different variations of it and uh, just using it in Legends, trying to get even better with it and uh, hope it stays kind of relevant. Um, but I'm looking forward to learning some new strategies. Uh, been looking at like Pekka Smash and stuff like that. Maybe give that a go one of these days. But other than that, just 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 hybrid. So, how about you? Yeah, I'm kind of doing that. You know, obviously, what did Carl call me the the Blizzard King? That's <laughs> that's basically the crux of my attack, and I really do like it. So, I'm gonna stick with that for a while. I just think I'm gonna sort of alternate between like a hybrid Blizzard and a Lalo Blizzard. I want to try and mm-hmm. get better again at the Lalo Blizzard. I'm not in Legends, so. I'm going to have to do like a lot of friendlies to get better at it because I'm just trying to like grind up some dark elixir for my pets and heroes and stuff to, Mm -hmm. to try and get back into legends. I, I mean, I think people in legends are still doing fine. I guess you're in legends. What's the, what do you think? Is it feel like a handicap or do you not really notice it? Um, for me, like right now it's, uh, it's been just kind of nice just to do those eight attacks and then kind of just call it a day, maybe focus on my mini. Um, I only got one other account, so it's it it's kind of nice because then I can just give that one like a decent amount of attention. But uh, I would like to farm more. Uh, if I was on my main, if I did drop, I would love to farm more uh, for walls because I don't really find it like too big of an issue with, uh, I feel like I get enough loot uh, before like a defense finishes or something to where I can, you know, put that next defense down and kind of stagger my builders a little bit. Um, but more, more loot for walls would be, would be ideal if I was lower, if I was just really just hammering out the the grinding for, for walls. But uh, for right now it's just been fun chilling in legends. Well, right on, man. I think that's, I think that's where a lot of people are at. It's kind of like a balancing thing because they can't make it too, too good in legends, but at the same time they want people to train compete to get up there so i it does seem pretty balanced like like you said too like if you really wanted to grind like you could just sneaky goblin you know at like masters or champs or whatever mm-hmm. and just grind out those walls but really as far as like enjoyability i think you're right where it gives you just enough that you can you know it keeps progressing at a good rate mm-hmm. definitely yeah, no, I've been uh, I've been thinking about like what I'm gonna do because uh, Legend season is gonna end here soon, and uh, I was trying to decide if I wanted to just practice a new strategy like maybe Pekka Smash for all of next season, or if I should drop out and just grind out walls. But only time will tell what I'm gonna do there. <laughs> well, we'll look forward to what you decide. <laughs> it's been a couple of days since we could finish up our recording, so uh, sorry if we kind of go over. Some- Stuff maybe we talked about earlier, but uh, how are you doing today, Hugh? Just dead. Nothing. Yep, you died. I can't hear you. You can't? You, are you joking with me? Come on, bro. I couldn't Come hear on. you. Now you can hear me? Now How's it I dying? Could. How's it dying? <laughs> <laughs> I said, you're dead. You must have died. <laughs> oh. 
Because that was the uh, first thing I heard was when you said, you can't hear me right now? <laughs> well, now I can. <laughs> well, now I can. Oh, man. I don't even know if I could leave my phone side. I wanted to go sit down over here. Uh, all right. Um, I'm doing good, man. How you been? We'll just redo that. Oh, come on. It's good. Let's keep going. <laughs> people love the banter nah come on man this is is the realism that everybody wants right our technical difficulties yeah you get the real deal what you see is what you get in this exactly man heck yeah bro oh man so well we're still not live on uh apple podcast so i haven't really announced the podcast at all but hopefully sometime this week we'll get that up uh Mm -hmm. how's your clans games going Oh, it's going pretty good, man. Um, I got they had like some decent challenges. Um, I I made sure to grab challenges I could do, even being in legends. I, I I make a bad habit sometimes of just doing my attacks and forgetting to grab a new challenge. So I was really focused on trying to make sure I had um a challenge throughout each day of legends. So I finally got my my uh my four thousand done on my main, and then I'm just working on my mini right now. So. How about you? Pretty good. Uh, on tr- on my main, of course, I got the 4,000 points. And on my one mini that's about at the level of yours, the Town Hall 9, mm-hmm. it's got almost 4,000 points. But on uh, Triforce, which is our old clan, that's the clan that I've got about 14 different accounts in. I, I haven't maxed a bunch in there. I think there's like five or six max, but those were because Old Man Beast was helping me with those. But we actually got max points in that clan too, which doesn't happen very often when you have like 10 accounts and those mm-hmm. are like really the only active accounts in there. So I- That is awesome, man. Yeah, no, that, that's going to be real good for those, uh, for those minis as well to be able to select from all of those. Uh, rewards that we got coming up so that'll that'll help out a lot yeah for sure the only thing that I, that bugs me about clan games is how much friggin builder hall you have to play like i hate mm-hmm. builder hall so much <laughs> but that's like that's like the only good point ones half the time are the easy ones to get are in builder hall so like on some of my minis i've never upgraded them past builder hall 2 because mm-hmm. it's so easy to get a triple in high percentage because you're just mm-hmm. tripling each other every time and it only lasts about 30 seconds long. Mm-hmm. And so then I just pick up those tasks that are like, you know, get it uh, 12 stars and it's like, I can pound that out in like 10 minutes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What, what, do you, what do you think is uh, the deal with Builder Hall anymore? Do you think that's just something that Supercell is going to just let let go by the wayside? Because they have not done anything to Builder Hall, really. Other than, I think that one like quality of life change with not having to wait for training times for troops and stuff like that. Um, but they really haven't done anything with Builder Hall since that last update, which was a long time ago. Yeah, I think they run into trouble because it's like, if they update the builder hall, then they're going to have all these, you know, people whining saying, why didn't you just do it on the regular home base? That's what we really wanted. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure they get the same kind of pushback with every new town hall level. I'm sure there's a certain amount of people, maybe not as much, that are like, well, no love for the builder base? What the heck? Yeah. So I think really the only way they could do it is if they like released content at the same time as each other, like mm-hmm. something for the main base and something for the builder base. Yeah. And I just 
I just think that that takes so long for them to line up. It's just kind of slipping by the wayside and they're just not really sure what they want the future of builder base to be. Cause it's really just like, it's not near as like in depth. I mean, there is certain aspects that are in depth, but it's like, there's no builder base wars or, you know, mm-hmm. builder base leagues or anything like that. So there's a lot more stuff to do on the home village and the builder base has kind of become this chore mm-hmm. for a lot of people. And I don't think they want it to be a chore. They kind of want it to be, you know, fun and interactive. And they're just not sure how to kind of get there yet. What do you think? Yeah, I, I, I agree. Um, I feel like it is in itself is just kind of like you said, like a chore, which is frustrating because there's there. I mean, there is like a whole aspect of them. What felt like when they built build builder builder hall it's just the builder base they felt like they were trying to create something on the same account to give you something else to do while you were waiting for your for your main home village to do something so basically like people who don't have a bunch of other accounts they felt like they were trying to have this little side mini game and it it kind of hit early but like you like you said it just kind of ended up being a chore like in the late run and like even when you start a new account i don't really want to do anything in builder base you know what i mean it's like i know i need to get the six builder and i feel like that's the only reason that even makes you know builder base even worth doing is because you know you can get a six builder out of it and uh that that kind of felt like the main reason it even sticks around you know what i mean um, yeah, for I, sure. That six builder is like a, basically a free gold pass every month, mm-hmm. you know, with how much it decreases your build times. But I mean, yeah. it takes it. It's so hard to do it, especially on many accounts like mm-hmm. on your main account. It's not bad because, you, you know, there's gold pass challenges and stuff, too. But I've got this six builder on two different accounts and I'm getting close on a third account. But mm-hmm. I, it's such a dreadful grind for me. It just like. Yeah, spam cannon carts and you know one thing to archer or barbarians and then mm-hmm. hopefully I get a triple and hopefully I get loot. Like there's no worse feeling. Like obviously like when the minions are in the clan castle and destroy mm-hmm. your queen when you're queen walking, that's a pretty negative play experience. But if you lose three builder base battles in a row, you get nothing for it. And it's like, oh my god, I just want some loot and I mm-hmm. you know yeah, I kind of I kind of wanted to talk about that a little bit um, with the super minion nerf. Um, I know you haven't really been up in uh, legends since you've been grinding out uh, DE for your heroes and stuff. Um, are you still coming across a lot of super minions in clan castles in Titans, or is that not not as common? Uh, in Titans, actually, there's not actually a whole lot of clan castle troops I've been coming across at all. But mm-hmm. I, I've still seen it very predominant. Like when I watch some of our guys' war attacks that are still worn right now, like mm-hmm. you still see it all the time. It's like, yeah. yeah, they nerfed it, but it's still so stinky. They st- they just have that delayed damage that just adds mm-hmm. up so fast mm-hmm. that it's just so, even with the nerf, like it's that damage still just adds up fast enough to just drop your queen. Yeah, well, I've been coming across it still pretty decent in Legends, and I I feel like that nerf was not as strong as it could have been. I understand you still have to try to make it somewhat viable. You don't want to just nerf something and then it just be 
you know, like people are like, well, no reason to ever use that again. Um, so I get that they still want it to be somewhat deadly. Um, I feel like it could have just took down even just a little more of a notch because it, man, it, it does, it does ruin your, your raid like very easily if it snipes through your queen's ability and stuff. And I feel like, um, I feel like they should take just a little bit more damage to like a poison or something like that. Um, I don't feel like they die fast enough in a poison like a lot of other troops do. And it's a very deadly combination mixed with like, like some other troops that'll run out like headhunters in front of them or something, slow your queen down. You almost have to freeze the headhunters because they'll just do so much damage to you along with the supermins, which have that, that increased range for so many shots where you can't poison the headhunters and the super minions at the same time. This is not possible. Um, unless you're really quick on the quick on the pole as you know, as it's coming out of the CC um, to the point where I thought it'd be almost valuable to bring two poisons with my extra, uh, extra spell slot. I thought it'd be funny to just like, as I'm getting close to the CC, just preemptively just drop a poison on the CC itself immediately as it's being pulled. You know what I mean? And then whatever gets out and away from it, use my second poison near me because it, man, it is a it is a chore to get rid of that CC sometimes. Yeah, for sure. I think uh, I think eventually, like they're just switching things up. Like at first like the super minions were so good that they could just do like two super minions and a bunch of headhunters or vice versa. And now that the nerf happens, they're just like, okay, we'll just go with three super minions. So it's not even like they're nerfed. Mm -hmm. uh, they still have that crazy damage. And as long as that one headhunter gets like a couple shots off, then it can still just ruin your raid. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I've been uh, coming across hounds more too. Um, I do a lot of queen charges and, boy, can a hound screw you over. Um, especially with uh, headhunters again. And it, headhunters are just, it seems like they're the staple. Like they're the little, they're the little troops that just get tossed in there. Um, because even if you're doing like a spam attack, headhunters can sneak past your vision with all the chaos going on and it can take out a warden. Like you ever been doing a raid and your warden is getting nuked somehow and you have no idea. <laughs> Because <laughs> you're like, my warden's behind everything. What's attacking it? And then all of a sudden you see this headhunter just down there sniping your warden. Um, they're just so good. They're so they're so good in CCs. That's funny, um, too, because, like, on defense, like, if, you, if you're attacking a base, your headhunters don't go after the warden because it's considered a structure. But when, mm -hmm. but when their defensive headhunters can target your warden because then it's a hero. So that's kind of interesting. It is. And they can attack uh, uh, blimps too, man. Oh, yeah. Slow, I, I slow saw a blimp down. Oh. Yeah, it's, and they've done it to me too. Like, I was like, okay, I just need in this compartment. I think two loons will do it. And then the loon will trigger like a friggin' headhunter. Headhunter mm -hmm. will just, it won't do enough damage to kill my balloon, but it'll slow it enough to where all the other defenses will just drop it like right before where I wanted it to get. And then it's like, Oh, son mm -hmm. of a gun. Like now now you have to like think of everything on the fly and you're just in full panic mode, like you know, which mm -hmm. isn't good the, for a Lalo. But there's no counter for that. Because you drop balloons for the blimp. 
or a lava hound to distract for the balloon. There is no counter to kill that headhunter. You know what I mean? Unless somehow you pull the CC like near the edge as your blimp's going in, then you might be able to drop something to like take it out. But for the most part, there's no counter because by the time your blimp pulls the headhunters, the blimp's already kind of like mid, like mid edge, like getting into the base and you just can't do anything to kill that headhunter. Um, so it's, it's a powerful CC and, uh, it makes it makes raids that much more challenging and it makes you realize how important it is to always pay attention for cc i stress that to myself now i feel like every time i get ready for an attack i'm like make sure this cc is gone we gotta get rid of the cc <laughs> it's it sucks that it's that important but it's like it's uh it's 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 what you know base defenders need because i feel like without a strong cc i feel like you probably could crush bases a lot easier yeah for sure well how did uh how did you do in legends that season um not bad i beat my record from uh from last season um i wanted to try to end above 5600 um my last like few days of legends i was kind of just hopping out like a little bit over 200 trophies each day um i was getting tripled my own stop man like i was kind of having a hard time um finding a base that was kind of like holding up a lot of good attackers i was coming across um seeing uh la loon becoming more more prevalent um it's is a strong attack if it's if it's used correctly and uh so i ended around i think like 54 5400 and something so I, w I wasn't too upset with that that for me um i was really stoked that was that was a, a pretty good milestone so hopefully i can do better this season it's going to be a little more different because i'm trying to do a new attack strategy and leveling heroes and stuff so it's it's going to be a little a little more difficult but um Overall, it was a good experience. Uh, basically, Pekka Smash. I seen Itsu be uh, was using that quite a bit in his Legends last season. And he uh, finished at eighteenth. I saw in his video, dude. That's yeah, insane. it was impressive. I mean, I know he was doing a lot of different stuff. Um, it seems like he kind of really sticks to to uh, to ground attacks. Um, he's really decent with Blizzard Lalo. Um, so I'm pretty sure he could mix it up and do whatever he wanted, but it seemed like he was kind of hanging out with that Pekka smash for a while. And, uh, you know, if, if I can learn it, I would be really stoked to kind of just have that in, in my, my tool bag, if you will, you know, so yeah. I'm, I'm just going to practice that this season and see if we can't understand it a little bit better. So. Well, right on. What do you think about the future of spam attacks, man? I think it's is. <laughs> It's just said it a couple times, but it's crazy how many attacks in war I kind of still see of people just like spamming like Yetis and stuff. Like, obviously, C Notes out there, he's a big, dirty spammer, you know. <laughs> uh, but uh, I feel like the with the way, and Itsu has even said it, like, they're not going to be able to last until like they get either level ups or something. What do you mm -hmm. think about that? I think. I think you're right. We were kind of talking about this off air and it really uh, kind of like uh, is something that if you look at the way the game is evolving, 
um, the builder huts being able to repair buildings. We've been talking about this since the update. We've been talking about this before the update when they were teasing it, that it's something that that eight earthquake strategy, the log launcher, those style of attacks are going to struggle against those builder, those builder huts. Um, they're specifically designed to kind of almost kind of nerf that, that meta a little bit. Um, it's not something that I feel like people are going to hundred percent like go away from, but like you said, it's who was kind of talking about it. He's like, he's he, he, in the end of his video, he's like, stop using this attack strategy. He's like, it's going to be, uh, it's going to be not necessarily useless. You still might be able to get a two star with it and stuff, but it's not going to be like a solid consistent three. And he can see the future of it as, as a lot of people can, if you're looking at the way that the game is heading and, and uh, uh, Supercell is really smart about trying to kind of just put things into balance. And a lot of town hall 14s aren't max yet. So you don't have a lot of builder huts that are, that are fully able to repair as fast as they can and stuff like that. And uh, it's going to make those, those eight earthquake style of attack strategies um, just it, they're going to be a lot harder to use and uh, I'm sure there's ways around it because I mean, spamming attacks, they're not, they're not, uh, they're not completely useless. I mean, you can, you can get a, a lot of value out of like a decent spam for sure. And it's fun to watch. Um, I heard somebody talking about trying to crush bases uh, as fast as you can. And that's, that's not really something I ever think about. I always think about trying to do things correctly as fast as I can never really comes to mind. But when you see a good player crush a base in like a minute and a half or something like that, or two minutes and they have like a minute to spare, that's impressive. That's like some speed run strats. <laughs> and uh, yeah. you can, you can get that done with a spam attack. You really can. Cause you have, you have to have a spam attack uh, to do that. Cause you, you ain't doing no minute and a half queen charge <laughs> and then you know fin finishing a base it's like you need the whole time if you're gonna do that so um speed strats on on clash are kind of fun to watch and i kind of am curious if uh like there's like a genre around that of people trying to crush bases as quickly as possible um that's so funny you bring that up i saw on reddit i don't i could pull it up while we're doing the podcast but mm -hmm. there was a i think it was a town hall 12 attacking at like a town hall eight mm -hmm. so obviously it's just like just being a super bully but oh yeah he finished the base in like 18 seconds oh geez <laughs> <laughs> that's like rough he, he somehow put his e-drags in just like the best places to where they chained directly into the town hall and then everything went down pretty much at the same time once once they were all set in place and good to go. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It was crazy to watch. That's funny. Yeah. yeah and I, I think I, what's, Oh, go ahead. No, sorry. No, I was just going to say uh, along with that thought. Um, I, I think that's where bases are heading. Um, I don't think spam attacks are going to be neutralized or taken out of the game or something like that. I don't really think that's what Supercell wants. I think they just see something being used repeatedly and they try to do a little bit of a counter for it because it's only fair to the base builders. The base builders are like, 
so you're just saying like people are just going to eight earthquake me all the time like how am i supposed to build a base to defend that you know um they got to try to balance it somehow um like i said they don't want to kill attack strategies that are that are more spammy but they also don't want them just to to be the the only thing people are using so um with the way bases are being built right now this is just kind of uh of a nice little help helper, if you will, with the the builder huts being able to repair. So spam spam attacks will have to be kind of reinvented a little bit, just to kind of see how people attack bases with with a with this new this new problem that, that they're facing. You know, with the the builder huts constantly repairing and stuff. So yeah, I totally agree. I think that you know, different strokes for different folks. Like mm-hmm. there's always going to be people that want to use spam attacks and that are going to find a certain amount of success with them. I feel like, I mean, definitely remember old Stuart from Mondo dude was using like five Pekka's and four E dragons. Right? <laughs> oh, I mean, man. and sometimes he would get two stars. Sometimes he'd get zero stars, but yeah. you know, that's that dude would never stray away from that army, which obviously I would never recommend to anyone. No. So I'm definitely oh. more of a meta kind of a guy. It's like, man, if that's what's hot right now, that's what, I'm going to try and learn unless yeah. like I love the blizzard. Like that's not something I really want to stray away from, but I'm, I'm just, I'm down to learn any type of variation. And so mm-hmm. I think spam attacks will definitely stick around for a while, but especially with like that next inferno beam that all three infernos are getting mm-hmm. the town hall poison cloud. Like I feel mm-hmm. like that's very designed to kind of limit all those spam attacks. And so, you know, if I feel like, you know, our clan mates are not even our, everybody's going to have to watch, like, you know, nobody wants to go for a two stars all the time. So if you want to yeah. actually get a triple, it might not be a bad idea to invest in a new strategy. But, you know, there are really good, I mean, for clan war leagues, like two stars win wars, man. They so, do. Yeah, I know those, those two stars can make a big difference. Um especially you know in those tight situations where that's all we need we just need we need that high percentage two star um the triple the triples are are just sometimes very elusive i mean no matter how you know how how good your clan might be or how how good you might think you are as an attacker um things can can trip you up you know you can get baited you can get into an area where there's traps or you didn't expect things can go south real fast and and uh the triple can just get out of out of your reach real quickly and uh those two stars um save the war they really do obviously yeah, everybody wants point. triples but uh, you know sometimes i mean you know these bases are, are built well and with how everybody you know can just go to youtube and download a good base nowadays um, I mean, that's been a thing for a while now, but you, you're going to be facing top tier bases. And um, yeah, it's it's always incredible to to get the triple, but it's always that moment like like you're talking about your blizzard, getting that good value um, before it kind of before I even kind of express that point, kind of walk me through what you think when you're trying to do a blizzard. Like, what are you looking for? Like, I mean, with air sweepers, tornado traps. Um, where, where your mind, the air mines are like, are, like, what is your mind processing when you just first scout out a base and, uh, 
in that 30 second window? Like, what are you thinking? Well, I think, I guess I'll just look at the last word that our clan was in. I look at Mm -hmm. like the number three base, which is usually where I'm sitting. Like I can see right away the town hall is pretty close to the scatters and an inferno. Like there's mm-hmm. no way I could take those all out with the blimp, but then I look for spaces beside the town hall. Like if there's mm-hmm. a double space, like there was, I know it's like there's almost undoubtedly a giant bomb in there. So mm-hmm. if another little bomb goes off, there goes my blizzard. So it's like I can't hit it from that angle, and so then I'll try some some other ways and try and trace where the air sweepers are shooting to where their air defenses are. Mm-hmm. If I can have like a lava hound tank to see how deep I can get it in. Yep. And then other other than that, a lot of times it really is just YOLO in it and just being like, yeah. I hope it works. You know, like <laughs> if I get into there, it's going to be good. But and, and so like if we were in a war and uh, and I've, I've seen you do this and I know this is the correct way to do it, but I'll just get your your answer on it. Um when you're when you're in a war and obviously we're always going for the triple um but let's say you hit that tornado trap you know what i mean where you didn't expect it to be or and then your blimp goes down early you don't get the good blimp value what is your mind you like let's say you were going to snipe the town hall with the blimp that was your initial plan but plan went south you didn't get hardly anything your yeah, first I mean, thought process is two star. Right. You know what I mean? You're instantly like, how am I going to funnel this to get to that town hall? You know what I mean? And uh, kind of walk me through like what your thought is. If a blimp does fail, like w- what is your thought process then? Yeah. Like you hit a tornado trap and your heart just sinks. Cause it's like, there's no way you're getting where you wanted to get, but mm-hmm. sometimes you can still at least something you were going for like like if it failed before i got to this town hall i think i'd at least be able to pick up a scatter an expo Mm -hmm. maybe an inferno if i was really lucky but probably not Mm -hmm. and then from there i would have to try and just funnel everything like if i was doing a lalo blizzard i would try Mm -hmm. and suey the town hall 100 percent, just like try and get my heroes into the town hall if I was doing yeah. like the mass hybrid, which I've, I don't know, I'm still on the fence about whether how good it works or not. But uh, if I did that, then I would try and just funnel a direct, you know, so I can send everything into the town hall and then just mm-hmm. warden through it. But, yep. And that, I mean, and that's that, kind of how I would do it. And that's the thing with, uh, with that, uh, with those moments is that's where that two star wins the war. Because if you, if you pick up that one star, because everything went south and you couldn't get to the town hall or something. It's like, that hurts. That hurts like so bad. And I think that's everybody's initial reaction is, is like, we just go straight for that two star. If, if everything kind of starts to fall apart, that's where our brains go is to just getting that two star. And uh, that's the more and more the game is starting to be designed around that. Um, trying to get the triples just open starting to get more elusive with these spam attacks. You know what I mean? Like before there was the, there was the option, but now it's like almost the options being taken away right away. And so 
my my point of the conversation was is that it's like your option gets taken away when something doesn't go right. These new spam attacks, it's who's talking about is like the options already being taken away from you before you even start. Yeah, you're not you're not getting the triple. If the base is designed right with these builder huts, it's not happening. Versus your attack, it's not happening just because something happened wrong. Not because as soon as you hit attack, your your triple was already taken away from you. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I mean, and, yes. I mean, there's some user error in there, too. Like, yeah, I, I, I can mess but, it up, and, and then it'll be my fault, you know? No, but you know what I'm saying. is like, yeah, it becomes sure. your fault just because you ran into something that was going to happen versus... Um, these builder huts, like if you try to, you know, eight quake and then log launcher it, it's like, and everything gets, you know, rebuilt. It's like, um, it's kind of like the triple is already taken away from you. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's and, like e drags kind of to me because it's like mm -hmm. people, and don't get me wrong, like there's still going to be people who use spam attacks that can get three stars, I'm sure. But, oh, yeah. And, and that's true with e dragons. Like there are people who are actually good with e dragons. Yeah, they can actually take out some bases. I mean, that was one of the bases that uh, I think when Drake tripled Carl, he used E Dragons. <laughs> mm -hmm. But I well, think that's... it's mostly not something you can count on. Like you have to be willing to accept that. Yeah, I'm just gonna get a two star, and I'm happy with that. You know, if you're yeah. going into battle with E Dragons. Yeah, and that's the thing too is that this is a game, and we're all just trying to have fun because never do we want um or anybody else want to like discourage somebody from having fun you know what i mean because we're not we're not out here trying to make thousands and thousands of dollars <laughs> obviously you know what i mean we're not trying to become like like itsu you know beyond the main stage and stuff like that and like a world championship and um but it is it is something to pay attention to if you want to improve your chances of being able to triple is um, definitely listening to these little, these little bits of information that are being spent out there. Um, every attack does have like a little bit of spam in it, obviously. Um, so it's not like when, when, you know, the, the term spam kind of gets like a bad rep, you know what I mean? It's like just cause somebody uses an attack that's kind of spammy doesn't mean it's a bad attack, but uh kind of just kind of like what we we're talking about just wanting to make uh attacks be more consistent or you know better your chances of tripling um if, if that's what you're looking for um the information's out there and um it's it's one of those things where for some people like you were saying like they're okay with getting two stars and uh that's where they're having fun and that's you know they're stoked that they get the triple but they're they're not upset if they just get the two star and doing certain attacks. I, I think are always going to be a solid two star attack strategy. And that's what, that's what we need sometimes. Some, you know what I mean? It's all, it's a hell of a lot better than, than a one star. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, I've gotten my fair share sure. of one stars <laughs> with the, yeah. with a three star strategy. And I, I come out with the one star and I'm like, I should have just done a spam attack. <laughs> Probably would have had better success. Even in Crystal to join, I know, like, C-Note said on the podcast, Hero's, like, one of the best attackers, and it's like, bro, I've come out of some of these wars with only two stars, man, like, I don't know if you, you could say that, but I definitely, oh, no. 
I always go for triples, and I love the fact that some people just, you know, go for that solid high percentage two-star that might mm-hmm. turn into three-star because, you know, we kind of need that to balance each other out. It's like, you know, mm-hmm. how I use the blimp a lot. A lot of a lot of guys in the clan don't use, like, the blizzard. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. it kind of, like, how Knob uses drag bat. Like, that dude is killing it. Mm-hmm. And, and that's just a slot that we have that, you know, that not a lot yeah. of people can fill besides Knob. So he's like, oh, yeah, I can do that, you know, and it really helps out the clan overall to have, yeah. like, you know, different kinds of ammunition or something. Yeah, and it's like what you were saying earlier about, you know, different strokes for different folks, too, because, like, some people don't like some of these other mainstream – like, some people don't like Lalo. Like, I talked to a buddy of mine. He's like, I don't, I don't have any desire to ever do that. That's because he's racist. <laughs> and my thought process is, is like why like i mean lalo's good man it's what the top players are using i could go into legends right now and look at like some of the top people globally and look at their army camp and see what army they got trained up it's probably lalo and you're like shouldn't i be using what what you know the best are using and they're like i like dragons dude and then sometimes you gotta step back and be like oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> like like you can play the game the way you want to sorry about that <laughs> it's like you know i get caught up in my own head on like i'm like well why wouldn't you want to be the best and it's like uh, you got to play the game to have fun and and uh there's a lot of fun to be had overall no matter what you're wanting to use and and uh i think that's the greatness about clash is it there's a little bit of something for everybody and and uh, yeah, that's not really – can't be said a lot about a lot of games. You know, I played a lot of shooters where the meta was the meta. You followed it if you wanted to be good. End of story. Clash gives you the option to be good while using other things that you can enjoy. You don't no, have to just be like, this is, what, this is what you have to use. End of story. No. It's like there's tons of attack shares. There's so many troops in Clash, so many different spells. We watch some of the best players in the world use attack strategies at 13 that we never thought we would ever see. You know, I'm, I'm talking about Klaus using Barch. <laughs> you know, we're, we're, we see these amazing attack strategies where people are like, that's not Lalun. That's, that, that's not going to work. And he made it work. And it's like, that's what's awesome about the game is the creativity is there. The execution takes time and practice and uh, base identification and all that, but the creativity is there and, and that's what makes class so great. So a little bit of a rant there. Sorry about <laughs> no, that. <laughs> I, I just think once Worlds comes around this year, I think they announced it. I don't remember when, so don't see me, but they, <laughs> I guarantee you there's, there that has this crazy good strategy that we've never seen before and then Mm -hmm. after that like every youtuber is going to be clickbait and like oh daku has this new like huge boner strategy must use like clash of cory is going to have six different videos and (laughs) those those videos get under my skin (laughs) oh i think it becomes worse the more you realize it because like i like, okay, I know that he's posted that almost exact same title for like three days in a row. And then I like went mm. through all of his videos and I'm like, okay, is this really the 
you know, the best Town Hall 13 attack strategy that I've never seen because you've said that three mm-hmm. times this week, buddy. Like, yeah, yeah. It's a, it, it's the views, man. Yeah. And, and um, I mean, he's just trying it, to make a living. I'm not trying to throw shade on him. Right? No, no, no. I'm ag- I'm agreeing with you. I'm agreeing with you 100%. Uh, I'm, I'm talking about the flip side of it is, uh, you know, it's, you got to get that content out there. You got to get those views. Um, but man, do I hate clicking on a video that claims that this is the only Town Hall 14 attack strategy you'll ever use ever again. And it's like, you can't put that in a title. <laughs> you yeah. just can't. It's not Does true. It update those titles every six months, every time there's a patch. I don't think so. <laughs> right? You can't. You just can't do that. Um, there, there's. I don't know. There's. There's no. There's no weight in it. I'm not putting stock in that. I'm not. I'm not taking that. You know, and being like, oh, you know, this is this is 100 true. Um, it's just you can't do that. It's it's not fair. It's not fair to people either because like people can get their hopes up and stuff. There, especially legend versus war. Boy, once I got better at clash and I started really understanding the difference between legend attacks and war attacks. When you watch YouTubers being like, this attack strategy is so powerful, and they go to show replays and they're in war. And I'm like. Well, yeah, you get that much time to create the army and change things up, and you know, based off of that layout right now that you're using, it's like the 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 attacks I want to see are in legends. I want to see somebody go in with an army they can't change around, they cannot manipulate, and you have thirty seconds to figure out how to crush that base. Because if that attack, if that if that attack works, then you get to use it for any style of base. You know what I mean? Yeah, for sure. Because we we have island bases, we have ring bases, we have teaser bases, we have all these bases designs. It's like, you know, they're like this attack really works good on teaser bases. You know, the bases that are the town halls up here. CC's probably near the town hall, or maybe centralized, and then you have the eagle on the other end. They're like, if you see these bases, this attack will crush it. And instantly, as soon as I hear them discussing that or talking about that, I'm like, what about a centralized town hall? What about a town hall in the middle that is forcing me to go everything around it except for the town hall? How does this attack work against that town hall? It's not in the video. You know what I mean? It's, yeah. it's like, I need an army that's versatile. I need an army that's like a Swiss army knife, man. I got to be able to to go in there with the creativity and, and work it, you know. And um, there's only a handful of those attacks. And even, even those attacks still could be customized a little bit during a war. But uh, when I'm looking for an attack or if I'm looking for something new, I'm looking in Legends. I got to see what's being used and... Uh, for, for everything and especially the categories of legends you wouldn't think it changes from 5,000 uh, to 5,500 there's like a distinct amount of attacks that are being used in that trophy range and then once you get to 6,000 and above it changes man the base has changed yeah the bases are a big thing I noticed like you get mm-hmm. a lot of teaser bases and that bit, uh, back when I was doing the blimp hybrid like, mm-hmm. teaser bases were, like, an instant three-star for me. Like, I had mm-hmm. those things so down. Mm-hmm. But then, like, after you get past, like, 52, 5,300, 
you never see a teaser base. It's like those square block bases, mm-hmm. you know, with the like six compartments or whatever. And it's like, yep. you know, then you have to have a whole new strategy for it. And I mm-hmm. never re- realized that either about, it was like, well, legends and war, it's like, you still don't want people with three star. What's the difference? Mm-hmm. But I know one night Carl messaged me when I, about my war base. He was like, you got your CC like on the outside. He goes like anybody, you know, with the brain could just sneak you goblin your CC and then you don't have that sort of in your arsenal. Yeah. And that's, and that, that kind of made me think back and be like, well, yeah, there's a huge difference between a legends attack and a war attack, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, the, t- the time, especially yeah. 24 hour prep. I don't use 24 hours to prep for my attack. I probably should. <laughs> Maybe it would make me better. Um, I, I definitely give myself a lot more than that 30 seconds. Um, but it's, it's one of those things where when you have a lot of time to really think about it, just like Carl telling you, man, well, I could just throw sneaky goblins down there. I wish my brain worked like that. I wish my brain like saw like a big weakness like that and just did it versus I just go in with that same kind of like hybrid attack even if I see that CC out there, I'm not really changing up my army before the war. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. you know, like I, maybe I could get rid of a balloon or two, and then maybe I'll have enough sneaky goblins. I can just take that CC out immediately. It's like my brain doesn't operate that like that. And I, I really, really, really need to like start focusing more on like base identification on, on weaknesses like that because you have so much time. You have so yeah. much time to, to, to look at a base and uh, you have all these troops at your, your disposal that do so much. So that's something, uh, that's a good, very good comment that I, I definitely need to work more on. Um, you just get so caught up into like, how am I going to triple this? <laughs> you know, yeah. like my brain just goes like, uh, okay, I could do this. I could do that and do that. And I'm like, uh, yeah, I think that'll work. Let's go in. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, totally. I feel the same way. Hey, man, do you got any uh, shout outs for this week? Oh, man. Um, trying to think, man. I, I've, been, I've just been enjoying the, the time with the clan and stuff like that. I'm really stoked on um, Town Hall 14. I just want to shout out everybody that's in the clan, you for still like having me on the podcast and stuff like that. And, um, just enjoying clash overall just shouting out everybody that makes a difference in you know the experience and having a lot of fun with the game that's pretty much it so no real shout outs i i think <laughs> you sh- the listener should feel ashamed right now for not to i shout, I shout out yeah. everybody that's making me happy what you talking about <laughs> that's a cheat code man you can't shout out everybody i got shout out the whole, i got shout out everybody <laughs> i'm going to shout out my mom I actually listened to our first podcast and he said, you know, oh, that's so awesome. You're doing your own thing. I'm not really into video games at all, but good that's job. Awesome. But I want to say this episode, mom, if you really want to support us, you got to leave us a five-star review. <laughs> oh, Otherwise, I'm not sure if I believe you. <laughs> right. <laughs> well, that's awesome, man. <laughs> no. All right, bud. Well, what do you think? Does that sound good? I think that sounds great. Yeah, I think that's perfect. All right, let's wrap it up, man. Hopefully we'll see you guys next week. Uh, Take care. Have a good week. Got anything else to say, Hugh?
Nope, that's it. I agree. All right, deuces. All right, bye.